0: It is Sunday, October 5th, 2020. This is U62 The Targ. Let's do it! As we say in the radio business, if you put that on the radio, people will listen to it. All right, here it comes. Anyone who isn't dead or from another plane of existence would do well to cover their ears right about now. Why, what a little even electronics, broadcasting to the world through the miracle of the internet. Ladies and gentlemen, this is U62 The Tard. Mark, 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 Mark. Now your host, a man with a lifelong dream of getting paid to do this, Mark Capet. On this week's show, my latest attempt to read Lord of the Rings is going swimmingly, I sample A&W's Bison Burger, and the Fast and the Furious franchise is coming to an end. It's episode 10.26, The Little Victory. So sit back, relax, grab yourself some warm root beer and a towel that's oh so fluffy. U62 The Targ, you're in for something special. Enjoy the show. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Mark Kapp is here with another episode of The Targ. I'm not too bad as I record this on a Saturday afternoon. I had a week full of Little Victories, so I'm trying to take a moment to celebrate them. Little Victory number one. In these pandemic times, i found myself reading a lot more. I got a lot more time on my hands, so I figured I'd start working my way through all the books I picked up over the years but never got around to reading. And that led me to my white whale, finally making it through The Lord of the Rings. I got my copy of Lord of the Rings almost 30 years ago. I mentioned to a cousin that I liked The Hobbit, so he got me this beautiful box set of The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings for Christmas that year. And try as I might... I've never been able to finish it. Sorry, Tolkien fans, I know you love it because it's such a rich, detailed world, but explaining all that rich detail starts dragging down the plot. I wind up getting bored and I move on to something else. But I've been reading it for a few months now. I started with The Hobbit, made my way through The Fellowship of the Ring, and last night I hit the halfway point in The Two Towers. And this is it. This is the furthest I've ever made it in the past. One more chapter and it'll be the furthest I've ever been. This is it. This is what? If I take one more step, it'll be the farthest away from home I've ever been. The last time I was at this point was about 18 years ago. Two things were going on in my life that were making me highly motivated to read Lord of the Rings. Number one, it was my year in Japan. The outfit that I worked for warned us that, when the homesickness hit hard, we'd grow starved for English language entertainment. So their advice was that we bring a lot of books with us. So I did. And number two, the movies had started hitting theaters. And I really, really, really wanted to get the books read before the movies came out. And I think that's what led me to give up 18 years ago. I hit the halfway point in the two towers, the two towers hit theaters, and I said, well, I tried, and I moved on to the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. But I'm pressing on. When next I crack open Lord of the Rings, I'll be boldly going where I've never gone before. Sorry, I'm mixing up my franchises. You're listening to Mark Kappas. It's clear to all of you that I am awesome. On U62, the Targ. Hello, once again, your old pal Mark Cap is here for another installment of Mark Tastes Random Things. In the this time out, we are going to be sampling AW's Bison Burger. Now, this is not the first time AW had a Bison Burger. I remember they had one about a year or two ago, and just between you and me, I found the bison burger from AW to be one of the most disgusting fast food burgers ever. The bison itself was very, very dry. There were like no vegetables like lettuce and tomato on it. I mean, every burger's got lettuce and tomato on it. Come on. And the aioli or whatever sauce they put on it, it was like pure cooking oil. It was greasy as heck. I found it to be incredibly disgusting, but. AW is back with the bison burger. Let's see if this second time out has improved upon it. Alright, so here we are with the AW Bison Burger. Lifting up the top bun here. Oh. We got some lettuce and tomato and a nice looking sauce there. There's the patty. Ooh. That sauce sells a little horseradishy. Ooh, there's our onions as well. And our tasty looking. Burger patty there, 100% bison from the good folks at A&W. No cheese on it. I do prefer a cheeseburger, but hey, we're trying something new here. All righty now, let's tie into the bison burger. Hmm. The lettuce and tomato are much appreciated on it. That horseradishy mayo is giving it a real nice kick. And the bison itself isn't as dry this time out. Let's try another bite. Mm. Oh, yeah. I'm really enjoying the bison burger this time out. Uh, The addition of the sauce and the vegetables is giving it just a little more flavor. It's like the a w cooks have finally learned how to cook bison because it's not as dry as heck anymore. It's nice juicy, a little bit spicy as well. Oh yeah, the bison burger is a real winner this time out. Mmm. Oh yeah, that's much better. a you've done a good job this time out with the bison burger. I am highly enjoying it. So once again, thank you very much for improving the Bison Burger, A&W. And this will do it for this installment of Mark Tastes Random Things. Everything's better with Mark Tappas. Crime has gone down, productivity is up, and ratings for Doctor Who are through the roof. Mark Tappas on U62, The Tark. And now it's time for the streaming report where I update you on what I've been binging. Haven't really delved into a new series yet. It's that time of year, so I'm revisiting all my favorite Halloween specials. Tossed, it's the great pumpkin Charlie Brown into the DVD player, and as I've always got to ask this time of year, what kind of jerk gives a kid rocks on Halloween? I got five pieces of candy. I got a chocolate bar. I got a quarter. I got a rock. Then I watched Garfield's Halloween Adventure. I spent the 99 cents to get it digitally on iTunes like five or six years ago. Best 99 cents I ever spent. The fun thing about the Garfield Halloween special is it's one of the few Halloween specials that's actually kind of scary. While out trick-or-treating, Garfield and Odie wind up in a haunted house and they get chased off by some ghosts. There's some great animation and some really great tension to it. But it hasn't been all Halloween specials. A couple of weeks ago, it was announced that they're doing a new Star Wars holiday special for Disney+, called the Lego Star Wars Holiday Special. Now, LEGO Star Wars is already a massive franchise itself, with three LEGO Star Wars shows and countless specials. So I thought I'd pre-game for the LEGO Star Wars Holiday Special by watching some of these other LEGO Star Wars shows. The only one I've watched so far is LEGO Star Wars Droid Tales. It all starts shortly after Return of the Jedi, and C-3PO decides to tell his companions the entire Star Wars saga from his point of view. It's a five-episode miniseries, so I blew through it in a couple of days. I was rolling my eyes about five minutes in to 3PO's retelling of Phantom Menace, and we got our first Jar Jar Sucks joke. (sighs) Look, I'm sorry, Star Wars fans, but I'm officially tired of Jar Jar Sucks jokes. I was there when they were new in the summer of 1999, and 21 years later, I've heard them all. Get yourself a new dead horse to beat. Look, Lego Star Wars is cute. If you want edgy, toy-based humor, you'll have to stick with Robot Chicken. I know people were crapping on the cartoon Star Wars Resistance for being too kid-friendly. Well, the Lego Star Wars franchise is truly the kid-friendly one. Now that I'm done droid tales, I'll probably move on to the big one, the Freemaker Adventures. That ran for a full two seasons and 26 episodes total. And that's the streaming report. Mark Kappas! Lord of the Overworld, Master of the Twelve Galaxies! Where do you pick that stuff up? I never see you read. Mark Kappas. It's like he channels dead crazy people. U62, The Dark. Think it's a cry for help. And now we got the nerd news headlines where I scroll through some of the bigger entertainment headlines I've seen this past week. Firstly, it's The Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown. I already talked about this back in the streaming report because I have it on DVD. But if you want to watch it on TV, you're out of luck. This is the first year since it premiered in 1966 that it won't be on free TV. See. The Charles Schultz estate signed a big deal with Apple, so Apple's streaming service, Apple TV Plus, is now the exclusive home of all the Charlie Brown holiday specials. So if you want to watch The Great Pumpkin, or even a Charlie Brown Christmas when December rolls around, you gotta get yourself the Apple TV Plus subscription. But you'll still be able to get your Great Pumpkin fix. They got a three-day window in there, October 30th through November 1st, where Apple will be making it free without a subscription. Or you can just do what I did a few years ago, buy it for 5 bucks out of a discount bin. Next up, the Fast and the Furious franchise is coming to an end. Universal Studios, the makers of the franchise, have said that the 11th one will be the last. The 9th one was supposed to come out this summer, but it got moved to summer 2021 because of the pandemic. And they tell us that the 10th and 11th films will be a big two-part story, like an Avengers Infinity War and Endgame kind of deal. I think I mentioned in a previous episode that I just binged the franchise. I had never seen the films, and then I noticed that the first seven were all on Netflix, so I watched them all over the course of a couple of weekends. It was amazing watching it grow from this little crime thriller into a gigantic, ridiculous action franchise. But it makes sense to end it. The problem with films getting bigger and more ridiculous is eventually the franchise will collapse under its own weight. That's what happened to Transformers. That's what happened to Pirates of the Caribbean. It's best to end while people still enjoy the ridiculousness before they start, you know, throwing their popcorn at the screen in disgust. And lastly, we've got the perfect marriage of a filmmaker and a comic property. Tim Burton is going to be giving us a new *Adam's Family TV series. Burton has signed on to direct the pilot, and they're currently shopping it around to the streaming services. This is the biggest TV project that Tim Burton has ever been involved with. And it's kind of weird because Burton has been dancing around the Adams Family forever. He was wooed to direct the live-action films back in the early 90s. He was attached to direct and or produce the recent animated film. When he was attached, it was going to be stop-motion animation like Nightmare Before Christmas. But then he quit the project and it became CGI. It's like the two finally found each other in this crazy old mixed-up universe of ours. And that's your Nerd News Headlines! You're listening to Mark Capus. That young man fills me with hope and some other emotions that are weird and deeply confusing me. On U62, The Targ. Well, we're starting to get near the end of this episode and I just wanted to share another little victory I had this past week, I mentioned before that I've gotten into donating blood. The blood clinic came through town this past week, and I was shocked. Shocked, I tell you! This was the most successful blood donation I'd ever made. You know, my veins are awfully deep, and they've always got to poke my arms quite a bit until they found one, but this time, they found a vein on the first try. They stab me with the needle, and right away, I start bleeding. Normally, they've got to dig that needle around a bit and reposition my arm a few times before I get a good flow going. When the machine started beeping, I thought... Okay, this is it, time to reposition the arm, but the nurse came over and told me that I was hearing the you're all done beep. Because of the slow bleeding and all the repositioning, normally it takes me 15 minutes to make a donation, but they had me in and out in under 10 minutes, so yay! My blood is now out there in the world, ready to make a difference. And that'll do it for this week's episode. As always, thank you for tuning in. You can subscribe in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Play, or you can go straight to the source, my website, chaosinabox.com. I'm Mark Gappas. This has been The Tar Guy. we will see you next week. And this brings us to the end of another exciting episode of The Targ. Don't forget you can download a new episode of The Targ every week at chaosinabox.com. The Targ is written and produced by Mark Capis under the watchful eye of 42 Star Wars action figures. The Targ is a Chaos in a Box production.